Yirmiyo chapter 40. So chapter 40 begins, picks up on the theme that we saw in chapter 39, that Yirmiyo is spared. The others are exiled to Bavel, but Yirmiyo, we are told, does not have to be exiled. In the previous chapter, the message from the ruler of Bavel, the Bukhanetzar, is don't harm him. Not only that, do whatever he says. That's the message in chapter 39. In chapter 40, begins by saying that so chapter 40 begins by telling us the word of God that came to Yermio after the chief of the guards set him free, to which he had taken him, chained in fetters among those from Jerusalem and Judah who were being exiled to Babylon. So here in chapter 40, it's a bit different. In chapter 39, we had the sense that he was never in fetters, that from the very beginning, Nebuchadnezzar had given special commands of Israel Yirmiyo, don't harm him, take care of him, and do whatever he says. In chapter 40, we get a slightly different picture, that initially, he, he like the others, had been chained. Asur Bazikim, amongst the exiles. He's one of the exiles. He's one of the people. And now, after that, the message had come to the Nebuzadin, chief butcher, to free him. So that's a different variation on what we saw in the previous chapter, or maybe an explanation. Maybe over here in chapter 40, he wants to emphasize how Yirmiyahu is one of the people. Because in the ensuing verses in chapter 40, the butcher says to Yirmiyahu, you know, God spoke evil about this place, and the people have sinned unto God. I have freed you today. You're not in chains. You can do whatever you want. Which is actually in the previous chapter, it also said, do whatever he says. So over here, the the Buzadin is carrying out the order of the Buchanetzar, do whatever he says, and he gives him a choice. If you want to come with us, come to Babel, I will protect you. I'll protect you. Maybe he's thinking that some of the other people may not be so happy with uh, Yermiyahu, but in any event, I'll protect you. But if you don't want to come with me to Babel, you can stay in this land. Ray calls Lufanecha. Go wherever you want. You can stay or you can go. And if you go, it's going to be good. So that's the offer that's given to Yermiyo. So it says, If you don't want to go back with me, you can go to Gedaliah. So Gedaliah is the one that the Babylonian king had appointed over the cities of Judah. He's now the governor in charge, Gedalia. You can dwell with him amongst the people. Or wherever you want. Whatever you want. And the uh, chief of guards gave him an allowance of food and dismissed him. In verse number six, Vayavo Yirmiyo el Gedalia ben Achikam Hamitzbata. 
Vayeshev ito betochaam and nisharim ba'aretz. Yirmiya makes a decision. He can dwell in security in Bava. He decides to do otherwise. Rather, he goes to Gedalia. Vayeshev ito betochaam. He dwells amongst the people. So in chapter 40, the emphasis in the first six verses, he dwells amongst the people. Maybe that's the reason that here it emphasized that he was initially in chains as well. And we know this about Yirmiyol. Despite the prophecies of Yirmiyol of catastrophe and destruction and reproaching the people for their sinfulness, on several occasions he sides with the people, he defends the people, he consoles the people. He wants to see them change. So that's chapter 40. So now we know that in the land, there's a governor appointed by the Babylonian king, Gedalia ben Achikam. And now we're told, in verse number 7, Vayishma'u kol sorei ha-chayalim asher basodeh. Hei mo'avi ansheyem, ki yifkid melech bo'avel et Gedalia ben Achikam ba'aretz, v'chi yifkid ito anashim v'nashim v'taf. So the people in the field, the officers of the troops in the open country, the men that are with him, hear that the king of Babel had appointed Gedalia as governor of the land. He had put him in charge of the region. He had put in his charge men, women, and children of the poorest of the land, those that had not been exiled to Babel. Yishmael ben Netanyahu, Yochanan, Yonatan ben Kareach, Swaya ben Tanchumat, ben Ephayan Tofati, Zanyal ben Amachati, Hemavan Shayim. All these people, these apparently are leaders, are, sound like army people, leaders of the people, called Sobeach Hayalim, officers of the troops, and they came to speak to Gedalia. Vayishava lahem Gedalia ben Achikam ben Shafon, Uyan Shayim Remar. And Gedalia, son of uh, Achikam, swore to them. Swore to them. He said to them, Al tiru me'avoda kasdim. Swearing him perhaps means allegiance. He says, I reassure you that don't be afraid of the Babylonians, of serving the Babylonians, live under their control. Shvu ba'aretz, if do it melech bavel, v'yitavrochem. Stay here in the land. You're subservient to the king of Babel. It will go well for you. And I, he says, I dwell in the mitzvah to stand before the Babylonians that come to us. In other words, what he's saying is, I will be your protector and defender. I'm the go-between between the Babylonians who appointed me and you. And I'm telling you, I reassure you, if you stay in the land, we can build something fresh, build something anew. Stay here, he says, Isru yayin v'kayetz v'shemen, simu b'chleichem, shvu b'yorechem asher tefastem, gather wine, figs, and oil, put them in your vessels, settle in the towns you have occupied. In other words, it's an opportunity to rebuild. Yes, the aristocracy is gone, most of the people are gone, but we can still build something. And verse 11 is actually very striking and very important. Amon, Shamu, 
כי נורקן מלך בבל שארית ליהודה. וכי יפקיד עליהם את גדליו בן אחיקו בן שופן. ויושבו כל היהודים מכל המקומות אשר נדחו שם. ויבואו ארץ יהודה וגדליו המצפתה. ויעשו יין וקיץ הרבה מאוד. So the other Jews in the other lands, and there were several of them, Ammon and Moab and Edom, all the lands, to hear that the Jews have a presence in Judah, and they have a governor. In other words, they've been given permission to be there, and they pick up, and they begin to come to Judah to be part of the new Jewish community. And they also gather quantities of wine and figs. In other words, we have the potential here of of rebuilding. We have a presence in the land, and Gedalia assures them, these officers, that I will act as a good faith go-between between the Babylonians and the Jewish community in the land of Judah. This was the opportunity. And now we're told, the end of chapter 40, V'yochanan ben Koreach Yochanan, who singled out over here as the chief officer, and the other officers as well, came to Yahu, and they told him the following. We want to tell you that the king of Ammon has sent Yishmael ben Netanyah. He was mentioned earlier. It's one of the officers. He has come to kill you. But Gedalio did not believe this to be the case. Gedalio is represented as a good man, but naive. He's not a suspicious person. He didn't believe them. Yochanan ben Kareach Amar Gedalio Baseter Bamitzpah Emar he said, listen, let me go secretly and kill Yishmael. And no one's going to know about it. Why should, he, why should you permit him to kill you? If you are killed, you're the last hope we have. And all of the remnant of Judah will be dispersed. And remember, it's not just the remnant of Judah, but we're told that the Jews from the other nations are coming as well. It's interesting over here that the mastermind of the assassination of Gedalia, according to chapter 40, is the king of Ammon. And it reminds me very much of what we have in the book of Shmuel. In the book of Shmuel, when King Saul was appointed king, Nachash Ammoni, Nachash the king of Ammon, whose name is Nachash, snake, he attempts to upset the kingship of Saul before it starts, to drive a wedge between Saul and the other people. So over here it's interesting that it's also the king of Ammon who is concerned about, I presume, the fact that Israel is going to be reborn. There's another state in the vicinity, and this state will have made peace with Bavo. Remember that it's not just the Jews in Yehuda who are the adversaries of Bavel, but Bavel is controlling all of the countries. In fact, at one point, it's a delegation that comes to Tzitkio, we studied that, and presumably thinking about how they can collectively resist the Babylonians. 
and Yemiel said that sent them a letter to all the nations. Don't try to do that. You will not succeed. Over here, given the fact that in this vicinity now, people are emigrating to or immigrating to Yehuda, so the king of Ammon is disturbed by that. He doesn't want in his vicinity a nation that is on good terms with the Babylonians. He's going to try to upset it, try to destroy the leadership, just as in the book of Shmuel in chapter 11 of 1 Samuel, Nachash Harmoni attempted, he didn't succeed, but he attempted to destroy the kingship of Israel before it ever takes hold. So that's the warning that's given in chapter 40, and the warning that's given in chapter 40 is rejected by Kedalia ben Achikam. The last words he says to Yochanan, don't kill him. Don't kill Yishmael. Uh, Yishmael. You're lying. What you say about Yishmael is not true. Famous last words.